So, another week passes. That was a harder week than, than last week, um, I'm going to say that. So here we are. I'm sat, what is it? It's Wednesday, one o'clock. Uh, I don't know what the weather's like where you are. Neil, you're further away, but it's not the best weather. Winter's about to hit us. Um, well, I, I'm in my studio, so I've got no windows. You've got no windows. Okay. So you don't know I could be doing anything. <laughs> it could be blistering. It could be sunny out there. I don't know. It's not. Emma will have roughly the same weather as me. It looks a bit patchy. Um, yeah. But we'll, hear, we'll, have a, we'll have another chat um, and <laughs> we'll record another ramble. Um, so uh, we'll start with a bit of uh, news. Um, there's not much about, although something has just happened. If uh, if people are uh, just catching up, I don't know what you've seen and what you haven't before you've logged on. So something yeah. has just sort of semi-happened. Um, so we'll do the news in the intro, um, and then we'll look at the games individually. So we'll look at crew, uh, the chaos at crew, of crew. Then the, last night's obviously game Mansfield. Then we'll look ahead to Crawley, and then we've got another away trip to crew in the cup. Um, so we'll just touch on them briefly. Um, is everybody happy with that? Yeah. Yeah. Happy enough. Um, and in between that, in between sections, I've got uh, plugs for different, for basically for all of Neil's shops um, and any way he makes money. So we're going to plug <laughs> his music. He's got, this, well, him and Lizzie have got two online shops at least that we know of. So uh We'll do some advertising for you, Neil. How's that sound? <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, so we'll do a little bit of that. Um, good. Okay, so let me just uh, stretch us out a little bit here so I can see. If I... Uh, uh, I've, did, does everybody... When I said news, does everybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Talking about Wales. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, so just for... Uh, for those that don't know, it's relevant because of the fact that uh, it has potential impact for us, doesn't it? So uh, Rob Page has just announced his uh, his latest Wales squad, and he has um, finally started to acknowledge that Paul Mullin exists, um, which he's been reluctant to do really before, hasn't he? Um, but he has put Paul Mullin on the standby list for Wales for these games that they've got to, for the for the games they've got coming up. It's just the Predominantly, it's the game of Gibraltar, isn't it, at the race course, um, which is coming up on the... Oh, I've forgotten the date. Does anybody remember the date? Uh, is it 26 or something like that? I couldn't quite hear you then, Emma, sorry. Is, is it the 26 or something? So, uh, 11th, no, it'll 11th. be way before then. It'll be a bit, oh, So it's on the 11th. Um, and then have they got another game just after that, I think? They'll have two games in the international. And then Croatia on the 15th. Perfect. Right. So that has potential impact for us in the fact that depending on what the situation is, because obviously he was he's referred to the friendly, the Wales for the Wrexham, the race course friendly as, as what they've sort of said. He's on standby for that game. But I don't know. Do you assume that he would be on standby for both games? I don't know. Um, um, yeah, I, I suppose he would be. So. Yeah. That's what there, I, in my a... head. That's what you would, you know, you would do. So obviously there'd have yeah. to be some injury or some. He'd have to have some. Something would have to happen. Um, 
for Bulls to get a call-up. And I don't think there's anybody here that would begrudge Mullin a call-up at all. Um, but I guess the thing that we should factor into that, and this will be a factor as we get higher and higher up the league, is that as potentially, if Mulls was called up I like tomorrow, so let's say straight away somebody pulls out of the squad, there's an injury, um, I'm not sure when they're meeting up, but I'm, I'm assuming they're meeting up this week. Um, I would assume it would be today, tomorrow they'll start training. Um, that means that there's three games that he could potentially miss for us um, if he was to be involved. So that's Crawley away, Crew away in the Cup on the Tuesday night, which you could argue he might not play in, depending. Um, so that might not be a big issue. And then Salford at home if he was still with the squad for the second game. So um, I'm, you know, I, it would be brilliant for Mullin to have uh, to have that call up, get some caps because I'm adamant he would succeed at that level. Um, but we should also remember that that has impact, obviously, on us. Um, uh, just so, obviously, uh, you know, we don't just aimlessly think, oh yeah, he must play for Wales. But let's also uh, let's also remember that uh, that impacts us. So, um, Neil, thoughts? Um. Yeah, I, I, as you say, I wouldn't begrudge him going. Do you yeah. remember when we had this, was it last year or the year before, when to, was it Toza was going up for the England C team? Yeah. And uh, the main thought was uh, he, he might get injured. What if he gets injured? But yeah. we can't stand him in front of people uh, going to play for their country. And, you yeah. know, we'd be proud. We've, we've been shouting for, for Paige to give Mullen a chance. So now it's it might come. Yeah, we've got to we've got to stand aside and let Mullin have his chance. It's 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 a no brainer for me. It'll be sad to see him go, but I think we might just have the uh, the manpower to replace him if he goes. Okay, uh, Emma, what were your, what are your thoughts? Any worry yes, about was... not having Mullin? Do you think we've got enough? Um, yeah, I think Fletcher could obviously go in that place, but I, yeah, same agree with Neil. I think he's waited and waited for his chance, and now he's. You know, you can't begrudge him to play for Wales. And, you know, he stuck with Wrexham. And I think, you know, a proud moment for him as well to be, you know, hoping that he gets a call-up. And we've yeah. been, a lot of fans have been wanting this for a while. So, yeah, don't begrudge him at all. Is anybody surprised that he's still not actually made an appearance? Because I don't buy any of this that, even in the non-National League, I'm surprised they've not had a good look at him and, you know, called him up and let him have a training session and stuff. Yeah. Definitely. I think, uh, well, with Ramsey as well out now, I think he's probably looking at, obviously, see what he, he can bring in, I think, because he needs somebody to fill that. Whether he plays or not, I don't know. But, uh, you know, like I say, I wouldn't begrudge him to do it. Like, But, yeah, it's a bit, it's come of a bit of a surprise, to be honest. Um, Neil? On the... Um... Thoughtful, full. yeah, it's, it's it's a strange one because um, we we all want him to play for Wales. We all want him to to wear the shirts. Um, it it is a strange thing that he hasn't uh, it's not come up in in a conversation before. Um, but I suppose something to do with the levels of play, the levels of quality. I don't, not too sure. But uh, now that he's coming coming into the squad, uh, well, on standby for the squad, uh, it's about time. It's about yeah. time now. I, th I just think if somebody's a goal scorer, you, sh you should definitely always, because they're the hardest thing to find in football, aren't they? You should always have a lot, you know, he's, he's good enough. 
Um, I think he'll score some goals for Wales when he gets the chance. If Wales can play a system that suits him, um, you know, um, you can't be chipping long balls to him, for instance, can you? Like you could a Kiefer Moore, for instance. But if you play some football yeah. and create some chances for him, I just think he'll score. Um, yeah. And the, you, when you look at the games last season against Coventry and Sheffield United, he showed in those games mm. that was his level. You know, that was easily yeah. his level. He was comfortable. Yeah, he was outstanding true. in them games, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And as well, he's going to be playing at the race course, so that's going to give him a boost as well. Yeah, I mean, if he could squeeze, I mean, I guess, real, well, I don't know, it's, it's awkward because, you know, if they, you would think that if you were going to give him one of the games, that would have been the one, wouldn't you? You'd think that they might have had a look at him in training and, and perhaps, you know, given him a, a subs appearance in that. But I guess, you know, you just have to see what, what it's, it's going to be injury dependent or maybe suspension dependent if somebody gets a red card. Um, yeah. In that game, and then they've got that follow-up game. So I, you know, I don't know. Someone was saying that um, uh, Bradshaw, that, uh, Tom Bradshaw, Millwall was a bit of a doubt. Oh, okay. So maybe that could play into it. I, I'm not too sure anything else uh, beyond that. But uh, if that is true, then you know, it opens up a little door for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's the uh, that was the main news that broke. Well, I don't know what was a bit. Was it half an hour ago? Twenty minutes ago? That, that I saw that. Yeah. It's on the club website that they've. Uh, the, he's on the standby list because um, uh, obviously Rob Page was at the race course today doing his press conference, wasn't he? Announcing his squad. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, and, and obviously international football will be back at the Kairas. So, is there any, anybody going? Did anybody anybody get a ticket? Not me. No, not me. Oh, no. What? No work. Poor show people. Poor show people. Um, Okay, so the other thing that happened this week, the only real thing, well, unless I'm forgetting something, the only other thing of note um, was that uh, once again the ladies uh, rocked up a win, as they tend to do, which was kind of relevant. I don't want to spoil the. Has anybody seen the documentary yet today? I've watched it. Not me. No. Okay. So it's already out there that it's basically it was about it's about the ladies team today. Uh, Yeah. So it's one episode. 40 odd minutes uh, and that was all about the uh, about the ladies team so um uh they uh, i won't spoil what happens in it but obviously it's it's it seems kind of relevant to, to uh, highlight the fact that they uh, they rocked up in barry on sunday afternoon and uh, stole i'm gonna say stole a 5-1 win but you're not really stealing a 5-1 win are you? <laughs> that's pretty comprehensive um <clears throat> yeah so they uh they they beat Barry five one and uh, one of the main characters out of today's documentary we get to see a little bit behind the scenes with Rosie Hughes, who scored another five goals in just the one game. So, uh, um, madness. You know that's pretty uh, that's pretty special. She breaks she's you know breaking all kinds of records. The rate that she scores, isn't she? Um, so uh, yeah, I think most of us already knew all about Rosie, didn't we? Um, but yeah. uh, the documentary will teach you a little bit about some of the other some of the others as well. But uh, yeah, Rosie Hughes rocking up goals there today at a rate of knots. Um, Insane amount of goals she scored, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, if, yeah. If Mullen does play for Wales, maybe we can stick her up front. With I'm telling you, yeah, I was thinking that. <laughs> <laughs> I t- uh, listen, uh, there will be a day where that might happen, Neil. <laughs> you know, we have to accept that fact 
that at some point these sports somewhere down the line will merge, won't they? I.e. the women's football and the men's football. Um, and despite the the raging that's going on on uh, uh, on the latest version of FIFA because of uh, the the women's cards and stuff on Ultimate Team, it's going to happen. Get used to it, folks. It will happen. They will be good enough, you know, um, to compete and to uh, you know to be better in most cases. So uh, so yeah, that will happen. Um, I dare say. Right? Did have I missed any other news? Not there. No, I I think Nobody can think of anything else exciting. Um, okay, the only other thing, no. I guess, we are due, because uh, Emma, you'll be keen on this, I know. Um, the Notts County tickets must be due any day, mustn't they? Because we're in that time, the Notts County away, yeah. they, uh, they're in that window now where I thought this week we'd have seen them. Yeah, I think I've seen somebody saying it'd be Thursday. But ah, right. But I'm on holiday anyway, so I miss it. Oh, where are you going anywhere nice? Turkey. Oh my! Turkey, Neil. What? No, Neil would hate to go to Turkey. Neil hates oh, no. anything hotter than about eight degrees. No, this is close, close enough to the equator for me as Wales. Neil has got shorts on now. I bet. <laughs> no, we haven't actually. I'm Boxer shorts, probably. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so you're going to Turkey? Oh, very. Nice. I can't say anything really because I'm going back to Egypt in November, so I can't say anything. <laughs> but um, all right, yeah. So you'll miss that one. Um, I don't know whether that's a good thing or not, given the form of them at the moment, sadly. Uh, yeah. They're rolling over teams, aren't they? They're on fire. Okay. All right. So uh, I guess be on the lookout, because those are probably, by the time these uh, these videos and the podcast drops, you know, within 24 hours, those tickets might go on sale. And it's, uh, I, think, I, think I've got, I think they gave somebody recently about three three and a half thousand away yeah. fans um yeah. tickets so you know again it, it's a good one to try and get a ticket because obviously we've got more chance haven't we and there's not oh. you can't always say that anymore um because no. of the limited tickets so um so yeah that's uh, that'll be the one to look at we've had the best home talent like joey jones and his best made mickey Well, speaking of Liz, I think that'll be a good place to start. So before we go to crew, <laughs> Neil is a part-time musician, part-time jack-of-all-trades, but part-time market stall assistant. I don't know what, other, what yeah. else to call you. What I don't know what other tasks. Yeah, I think, I think the best thing to call me is, Matt, is, is the driver and the lifter. <laughs> the driver Definitely and the lifter. Nightmare, yeah. but so, so okay. but you're going to say some nice things now about Liz. So, just give us a quick, give us a quick uh, rundown on what Liz, Liz's, uh, what do you call it a hobby or do you call it a part-time job? What do you call it? Uh, she calls it a part-time job. Yeah, and I think she's uh, right in saying it. She makes um, jewelry from Holly McClay in a studio uh, next door to me here, and she sells it on Etsy, as you show. And thank you. And she sells it uh, in by market stalls in various towns. She's booked up from now until Christmas. So keep an eye on her uh, Twitter or on her Instagram, Beco Clay, and then find out where she is, find out how she does it. Uh, she's mega talented and very proud of it. But um, yeah, she, she's- And there she is, there she is. She's a jack of all trades. She's a full-time teacher and part, you know, she adds on this in her spare time, which it doesn't seem any of it. So she's doing amazingly well, very proud of her. And part-time photographer, given the fact that she took one of the most iconic photos ever oh, in the yeah, history of Wrexham Football Club. Like the, like the, the um, 
attention she's had since since that snap of the picture on that Boreham Wood game has been ridiculous and uh, kind of forced to make a, a shop on Etsy really about that picture and just various incarnations of of it as well and, and people in Canada, America, Australia have all bought stuff and took it home with them and sent it pictures as well. Um, you know, from one snap of a picture, she's a uh, She's changed her life. It, that, that's also on Etsy called uh, Our Wrexham. We'll come on to that after, don't worry. Um, so, oh. yeah, Beko Clay um, on Etsy. And in, it's on Instagram. Anyway, did you say Facebook or anything? Or... Uh, she set a Facebook group up, Instagram, um, Twitter, and I think she's working on a TikTok as well. Oh, okay. All, yeah. the same, all the same handle. All right, so Beko Clay. And doing various things. Christmas gifts coming up. Um, yeah. You know, go and line Neil's pockets, everybody. Uh, <laughs> feed, feed my addiction. Feed his addiction for Wrexham football memorabilia, probably musical instruments, uh, football shirts, yeah. T-shirts. <laughs> yeah, <geez. laughs> Okay, so, crew, who wants to go first? Where do we start with that? You were probably there. I mean, you were probably there. I, I wasn't there. I was going to tell um, by half time, I think my voice had gone. Was that because um, you were shouting at the ref, though? Yeah. Right, so, should we start there? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what a game. I mean, where would you start? Obviously, the I thought we had two chances for a penalty. A handball. It was definite. That was a stonewall pen. And Ollie Palmer in the box got trampled. If that was anybody else, I think we'd have had a penalty. But they were just not, you know, didn't want to give it. Um, the red card was actually done by the fourth official, so the ref and the linesman didn't I, even. Oh, right, I didn't know that. Yeah, they didn't even. The ref and the linesman didn't even flag for it. It was the fourth official that shouted him over and said it, and then he had a big call to make, and he sent him off. Right. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I thought he was. Je- I, there was a lot of people behind behind me in the tech end were shouting at him. Saying yeah. he was uh, he was biased, I don't necessarily think he was biased. I just think he was incompetent. Yeah, <laughs> I just think. But they we we gave him decisions to make, whereas Crew didn't yeah. really give him any decisions to make. Really, did they? Um, no. I guess the penal the penalties. I guess you could argue, but again, I just think he was incompetent. Him yeah. and that liner down there in front of yeah. them. Yeah. Because um, how he doesn't see that handball, yeah. I will never know. Because um, that was, you know, that that was really bad. The Palmer one, um, Big Ben get marauled all the time, don't they? But that fella who yeah, brought him down, yeah. it was right in front of us. He's definitely yeah. got his, he's got his shirt. He's yeah, nearly tearing it off his back. Yeah. Um. So um. So yeah, that wasn't. Um, they were, you know, they've got, they've gone against us. As I say, I'm not sure he's biased. I just think he's really incompetent. Yeah. Um, well, let's start at the start. Team-wise, when you saw the team announced, was there any was there any surprise given the results, given the fact that we've changed it following the results, or or was there not surprise really? No, I was quite happy with the team, but yeah, we're obviously thinking about it. You know, strong squads ready to go, and then the defense. I just honestly like the obviously the boil. Uh, back pass after doing it the week before yeah we did it again and it's pretty I much the know. same wasn't it yeah it was exactly the same as Stockport 
but um and the McLean for them to have a penalty for somebody of his, you know, stature of in football experience think, as well. Yeah, that you know he knew straight away it was a penalty because he put his hands up. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it didn't help with all the rain and things like that. But when they went forward, they just looked as if they were going to score every time. Okay, so let's just touch on the one or two of the key. Key things, I guess. The key thing, the key takeaway for me before I was really umming and ahhing about whether he would just roll them out again and say, "Go and fix the mess that you've kind of made last week," or or what. I was yeah. wasn't sure, but in the end, I plumped because because in the paper they'd said, "Oh, he'd, he'd yeah, sort of been... he'd implied that he was going to make changes, hadn't he?" Yeah. Uh, and on the same day, about five minutes later, I think it was the, I think they was were all the leader. The leader ran an article about a conquo as well settling down. So I was like, I, he's obviously had that. Rich Williams has had yeah. the nod there to say. Uh, you know, um, Okonkwo was going to start. I'd seen him against Newcastle, um, yeah. and he looked competent, but his kicking, his kicking off the floor was a little bit squiffy. Um, it was, um, I think it was, it it was a really big game for him for Okonkwo, and that save that he makes in the second half is yeah. top draw because it takes yeah. every inch of his. Well, he's six foot six. I don't know how long his arms are. You know, that's seven foot of reach that he needs yeah. to get to save that. So that was outstanding. I thought he had a, he came and claimed some crosses on the floor in front of us in the first half. Um, so, but I thought, and I thought he had a good game. Now you can yeah. say, well, he's conceded three goals. Um, so how can you have had a good game? But, I, you know, I'm not sure any of them were necessarily his, his fault. No. Although the third one, I guess you might question a bit, but we'll come on to that in a bit. Um, Neil, anything team-wise from you? Were you quite happy when you saw what was going on? No, there was no Luke Young, so I was seething. Uh, ah, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I, I, I do miss Luke Young when he's not in there. Um, yeah. Especially when he's taken out this, you know, we're not managers, we don't know how it all works, but when he comes out, he's played so well, and obviously that 5-0 was a bit of a, a third blip that we've got, but yeah, to take Luke Young out is always a bit confusing for me. He's the captain, he's got his role there, you know, he's obviously trusted in the locker room. Uh, in a dressing room, so to take him out was a, a, always a surprise for me. Um, I like Evans, I like Jones, but I just think Luke Young offers just that little bit more bite in the middle now. He, he's come to be someone of like a uh, like a Jay Harris, you know. He's, he's just become a bit more um, aggressive in my okay. eyes. So I think we need him in the middle when he's when he's playing well. Keep him in there. Other than yeah. that. Um, happy to see a Concord on goal. Um, yeah. Need to see what he's like. And um, so far, not bad. Yeah, positive. Um, yeah, I think the James Jones one was the what was the uh, was the was the interesting one. Um, but obviously, we know Jones's sort of skill set is is his energy, isn't it? It's his athleticism, and he'll run and press. Um, and so, you know, Parky obviously felt that they, that they needed that. Um, I'm similar to you, Neil. I would like to. I'm at. I'm at the position now. I'd like to see Evans and Young in that midfield, because uh, yeah. I think that starts to give us the best balance. Um, but we don't see what goes on in training, do we? That's the. That's the only thing. No. And like the, no. we were speculating, was potentially was he not fit or whatever? But I know last night Chloe, his missus responded to you to say he was fit and there, wasn't he last night? Yeah. I don't know if you yeah, saw that on Twitter yeah. yet or not, because she re- well, yeah, she did definitely. reply to you. Um, um, yeah. So I'm assuming it was. I'm making a, a either a good or a bad assumption that that's the same for Saturday, um, that he was fit and available. 
Um, yeah. So uh, so that was an there interesting. Was, was a... Sorry to put in there, Mike. There was a uh, there was a part of the um, the highlights I saw when I think it was when when uh, Barnet was going off. I know what you're going to say. You saw you saw Luke Young there. So I, yeah, right I sitting right so by the tunnel said, with Chloe and the kids. Yeah, I said I said he's there. <laughs> Why isn't he on the pitch? But you know, rotation. I I get it. It's, it's just always in. Um. So. We've come out of it with a three-all draw, which, in the end, I mean, I feel in the end that that's a, a, a draw that's like a win. Does anybody, did anybody else feel like, I mean, I know it was a home game and you might have said, well, we should beat Crew, with very little sort of uh, reasoning for that. It's just an assumption that people make because of the, probably because of last season, in it? Because the fact we steamrolled everybody last season. Um, but I think that's a draw that's like a win, given the fact that we went down to 10 men and have, Scored it was it like ninety sixth minute um, yeah. equaliser? Is that how it felt to you, Emma, or did did, did were you yeah, disappointed yeah. in any way? Because we started really poor, I thought. Uh, yeah, first, first twenty minutes, 20 minutes. We, I don't know how long it was, but till Barney yeah. got sent off, but we we looked a bit nervous. Yeah, and we couldn't even get hold of the ball for Correct. so long. But yeah, definitely a good point to get that last goal. So obviously, I think we deserved it in the end. Oh. Well, I, actually, yeah, when you say that, but you sit here and think about it. Actually, we've hit the post twice. Yeah. Uh, and one of them is an absolutely outrageous save from the goalkeeper, by the way. I didn't yeah. realise that in, in uh, full speed when it happened in front of me. I thought Lee had dragged it onto the post. But when you watch it back on the replays, the keeper gets a yeah. hand to that and pushes it onto the post. It's ridiculous. Well, yeah. Fletcher obviously hits the post. Uh just after one of the penalty appeals, Hayden has a chance at the back post with his left foot that he just uh, like whiffs at it, really. He doesn't get hold of it. Um, and I think there was... I've got in my head I had another chance, but I can't remember what it was now. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we, so, you know, we could have we could have won that yeah. game, which is bizarre, really, isn't it, when you think that we yeah. were playing with for 70-odd minutes with, uh, with 10 men. Yeah. Um, how did you think we played after the sending off, Neil? Um, as you say, I mean, to play with 10 men and come out with a draw, you, you, you can't really fault it. I don't think we can um, we can say we played terribly because our drive is still there. We gave away goals. Yeah. Yeah, the penalty, silly goals. But um, I, I have to say that what I saw after the, it was, it was a bit more strength. There's a bit more form to the game. And you got to commend them for, for for keeping that fight up until the last last second. And that's what we're all about. That's what you've seen yeah. a few times. Resil- no... The resilience of this side is yeah. unreal, isn't it? It's unreal. There's no, there's no crawling into onto the floor until that last second, uh, the last whistle's gone. And uh, you know that Swindon game we had exactly the same, five five in the last second. Um, but you know, if you were given the choice, you 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 take the, the win over the last minute draw. You've got to give these guys um, their heart is unbelievable at the minute. Yeah. I was surprised, Emma. I don't know. Where, I think there was a ha- half time, or I thought we might make a change in some way into sort of. I didn't know whether we'd keep two men up top, or I, I was expecting us to probably be a bit more reserved. Um, but Parky deserves a lot of credit for sticking at it with those, you know. And he was just basically, he just kept attacking. It was quite attacking. Um, yeah. And all the substitutes were basically designed to freshen up legs in areas that kept us attacking. Um, yeah. And so I was really surprised at that. And Parky deserves a lot of credit, I think. Yeah, I think obviously dropping Mullin just a bit back 
and having Fletcher, I think Dalby came on afterwards, was a big threat as well. I mean, like Neil said, they played to the end. Um, they just kept putting balls in the box, balls in the box. They they wanted that last goal to get something out of the game. And, they deserved I mean, it. I mean, his overhead kick should have gone in, but yeah, it's yeah. obviously he got in the end, like, but yeah, really good. Yeah, so the uh, I don't know whether uh, I think Paul Mullin. Mull's got a fish the man of the match at the race course, I think. Um, and that overhead kick for his first goal, yeah. and a week that he obviously admitted afterwards in an interview that he lost his grandfather. Um, so obviously, uh, you know, again, somebody deserves tremendous credit playing on, playing through. Yeah. Could have easily, would have been easy for Parky to say, do you want to, you know, do you want to sit this out? Let's, you know, get your head right. But uh, that overhead kick is outrageous, given the fact yeah. that when you watch it back, He's kind of he he fall he does that overhead kick falling backwards in between two players. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> and it's just outrageous. Yeah, he's trying to squeeze himself in between two yeah. defenders, doesn't he? And yeah. Suddenly, just catapulted this ball out of the situation. It was out of nothing as well, because obviously at the time we were you know we were under the cosh a little bit. Um, uh, but Hayden deserves a lot of credit. If you watch the highlights back, he towers that to win a header to create that chance for Mullin. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that that that, and it's to be honest, Mulsey's second goal is great. It's great football. It's great. Te- it's great link-up play with him and Palmer, which we haven't yeah. seen so much of Mullin and Dolby or Dolby with anybody getting that link-up play. That Mullin and Palmer link-up play is what we need to get back. Um, yeah. Well, I had a premonition that Mullin was going to score Saturday. Did you? Yeah. Because it was the first of October. Yeah, we've got the Wrexham uh, calendar, but my lad had a picture with Mullin, and that's October. Ah. So as the first of October, oh, yeah. over in the morning, I said he's going to score today. I said that that's just told me. I said that he's going to score, and he did. Well, there you uh, go. I'm so, so happy for him because he he's been trying to get back to his best, and he's still not quite there. But when you yeah. can produce two goals like that, yeah. And outrageous. Still 100% is brilliant. The second one is a great finish because obviously he yeah. controls a half volley yes. into the side netting across the keeper. That was, yeah. uh, you know, that was a, especially a straight, nearly straight after half time. So obviously, uh, so that was key for us. Um, well, you mentioned that the... that tackle before by McLean, Emma. Um, yeah. I don't know if you can remember uh, remember it, Neil, but at the time in the stadium. I was actually adamant that McLean had touched it, but when I watch it back, um, then uh, then I realised that um, McLean had uh, had actually it was a foul, it was a stone wall penalty. But when I from my angle, uh, I don't know if you could see that where you were, Emma. Um, from yeah. my angle, that that was you know I I was adamant. I was like you, I was going hoarse, shouting at the ref. Yeah. But yeah. actually, when you watch it back, it's a soft. It's really soft. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, yeah, well, from where I was sitting, you could tell straight away, but I still give it to the ref. Like, <laughs> Did you? Oh, could you? So you could see he didn't quite get yeah. the ball? Yeah. Well, you're seen straight away because he put his hands up. Oh, you know, I'm done nothing kind of thing. But right. So it was his reaction that gave it away. Yeah, it was his reaction. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you listened to the crew podcast, but they they said on theirs that uh, said about Paul Mullen and he said one of our players had that chance, the same chance that Mullen had for the second goal, and he sliced it straight across the Wrexham goal line. He said you've just got to think that you you, you got beat by a good player, 
and they said, you know, as much as they don't like Mullen, they'd love him in their team. Yeah, he and said, that's the difference, isn't it? Yeah, yeah even they could cool. see that the quality of him. They said he, he's he's too good for this league. Uh, yeah, well, I, uh, I guess that's what we all think. We have a little bit of bias, but historically, yeah. we know he can score in this league. We know he can be the yeah. top goal scorer. Um, we yeah. just have to feed him, don't we? Um, yeah. And I think, you know, we'll come on to last night in a minute, but last night he was feeding off scraps, unfortunately, and that's yeah. the that's the difference. If we feed him and give him the chances, he yeah. will score the goals. Um, I don't think there's any, you know, any doubt. Um, from your point of view, Neil, in everything that you've seen afterwards and uh, read about, any, anybody else sort of uh, make an impression on you from, uh, from that crew game? From the crew game? I still, um, Fletcher. Good or bad, I guess. I should say that. Good, yeah, good, yeah, good. Um, I know I I keep thinking like we did that overhead kick the other other week that didn't go in, yeah. And I keep thinking he's my age, and you know, I (laughs) I can't even jump without getting a headache. You know, how do you do that? (laughs) You know, it just shows the difference, doesn't it? But I think for for a cameo player to come on the last 15 minutes or so. Um, I know we didn't get too much time last night. Yeah, but uh, I, I, I'm increasingly impressed with Fletcher, and I think um, he'll be a good uh, impact player come uh, the middle of the season at Christmas time. I'm glad we've got him. Um, kind of puts that whole Luke, which is name, yeah. Armstrong. Armstrong, to bed, doesn't it? Really, like we've got this guy on a free, and he's and he's causing all sorts of trouble. And you see his experience and his confidence straight away. And um, looking forward to seeing him. Um, and uh, yeah, always excited to see McLean running down the wing. Uh huh. Okay. Um, always excited to see him running. I, so yeah, on Fletcher, he's unreal in the air. I've, I'm not sure. He reminds me of Connolly and Hayden. You know, he's just so good in the air. Yeah. Uh, they were outstanding, weren't they? Um, but he's a and he's a massive threat. I'm not necessarily so sure that that Armstrong deal is dead. Yeah, you think? Yeah, I mean. That I just I don't think you try so hard and spe- and be willing to spend so much money and then just walk away. So I think they've got room to do it still in January. I suspect it'll be at the expense of Bickerstaff. So Bickerstaff yeah. maybe goes out on loan. Because, uh, again, he just seems to have disappeared despite being really promising early on. Now yeah, he's not there, really making the say, bench. Yeah, um, a lot of people say, well, Mullen, come back. He might disappear, and it seems. And to he be didn't. Right. Yeah. Mm. So I, but he's in the. He's, he's obviously he is a he is an over twenty one player in that twenty two match. So I just wonder whether they might still do it in January. Um, morally, I don't know. It's like morally is is that the right thing to do? You know, given the fact that, you know, you've you've promised a club some money and you've tried to do your best, but the, you know, and you promised a player a career, haven't you? So I just wonder whether um, they'll still do that and. I'm saying Bickerstaff just because that's probably, you know, just because we haven't seen very much of him. But sadly now, people haven't got much love for Sam Dolby anymore, have they? They're, uh, you know, you go online now and he's he's losing he's losing followers quicker than he gained them last season. Like, <laughs> um, he just doesn't seem to be able to get a break, does he? No. Um, no, he's uh, after the back of last season, he was he was taking Palmer's spot, wasn't he? Yeah. And we, and we preferred him to Palmer. He's just fallen off the back. He's just fallen off the wagon a little bit, isn't he? He's, his momentum's gone. Yeah. He's not getting minutes now. Palmer and Mullin look amazing. Yeah. 
Um, they, they look even better. Uh, Fletcher and Mullen are looking good. So where's the where's the room for Dolby now? Yeah. And if Armstrong comes in, you're right. I, I don't know what you think, Emma, but yeah, with him coming in, is there room for Dolby? Yeah. So that I mean that's the other one that could potentially you know um, if I don't know if there are clubs out there that really want Sam Dolby but if somebody really wants him I just wonder whether Wrexham would go well that enables us to easier do this Armstrong deal so just I, I was just I personally don't think it's necessarily dead but maybe I'm wrong and maybe it is dead maybe you're right and maybe they're happy just to roll with what they've got but I wouldn't write it off until until the end of January I wouldn't yeah, write that yeah. deal off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He knows. I don't know whether you think I sound mad at that or not, but uh, no, you know, I crazy. Have but the, uh, no, it's, I have it, heard the same. It's amazing how often the clubs. It, there's always somebody that breaks down on a, on deadline day. There's always one, and they they <laughs> tend to try and do it again. It was a two this year, wasn't it? As it happens, because obviously the uh, the guy from Peterborough got his name Clark uh, Harris. Is it? No, no, Clark Harris. Clark Harris. Yeah, yeah. Harris. that one to Bristol fell down, uh, and it wouldn't surprise me if they do that one as, as well. Um, what else have we got to say You're about right. crew? Anything? Were we impressed with them? They were swashbuckling, weren't they? But they'll give you chances. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they'll come at you. They score a lot yeah. of goals. We knew that before the game. Um, on last week's um, little preview I did, we picked out Long and Baker Richardson, and obviously Long got a goal. Baker Richardson, we we, we handled okay, actually. Um, yeah, not too bad. A lot better, didn't we, into possession and creating chances um, and I think it's one of the things for crew that their fans are saying you know they just can't hold on to the end yeah so but perhaps a bit of black and con- you know concentration and Rex and putting the ball in every two seconds you know wears you down eventually doesn't it yes it does and that's why that's why Parky I think goes you know keep keep going keep going because they will tie it out whereas I was seeing that they can go on forever yeah. Okay. Uh, any, any any other thoughts then before we wrap up, crew? Anybody got any other thought? Evans did. I thought Evans played yeah. quite nicely. Yeah. Um, you know, because he's come in again. You know, he sort of came into the team, disappeared for a few weeks, and uh, and and then came back in. I thought he played. I thought he played quite nicely. Yeah, really um, good. Hayden he's looks like he's back to fitness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's what's played. I, I I don't I, I've not had experience of him in defensive role yet myself through his past, but watching him play he does seem that like, like old Luke Young role, Tom O'Connell role, and I think he slips in there quite quite well. He's quite calm on the ball. He holds the midfield yeah. quite well. Yeah. Um. So yeah, impressed with him. Just out of the, I was uh, he, there was a little bit of. A little bit of a few people made a comment. I was going to say he got some stick. I'm not sure he did. A few people commented on his pass to Barnet for the red yeah. card, and when you watch it back, it he chips the. But you won't, might not remember he chips the ball over an attacker yeah. for Barnet. But at the time that that ball lands at Barnet's foot, so before Barnet takes his touch, it's not a bad ball, right? It's bad. It's bad touch, which then rolls in front of him, and then he goes and chases that. Yeah. And then he sort of clashes shins with the uh, with that. So I think if people watch it back, I'm not necessarily sure it's that bad a ball. I think it's no, just I a really heavy what... touch. But he was just there was just a few people going, "Oh, it was a hospital ball to ban it." Hospital ball is normally one there. He's got a before he gets to it, he's got to contest it in some way with another player, and it wasn't. It was Barnett's really no. heavy touch. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I, I thought the same. Was it was it it was a reactionary pass, wasn't it? And then Barnett's first touch, as you say, Matt, it was um it Gets led away. to him panicking a little bit to get it back and then Yeah. You know, he chases they call it chase he chases his first touch, they call it. He's you know, it's a heavy touch. Yeah. And it's there. It's it's and to be honest, it doesn't even die. It's 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 painful because he doesn't even dive in. It's just a clash. It's just a little clash, yeah. really. But crew play the game better. Uh, <laughs> they do the diving around. That their player did the rolling around and holding his ankle, yeah. and all their players turned around and waved their arms. And he was just unlucky that he'd had a very similarish challenge about five or ten minutes before. In, um, uh, and I think the ref thought he's just reckless, this lad. Or the liners probably thought he's reckless, and he, you know he's gone in and and done him. Um, or fourth official, I think it was that you said, Emma. Um, yeah. So uh, so so yeah. But I just just thought that's quite important. If you watch those goals, you watch those goals back. It's not the that pass isn't necessarily that uh, that bad. No. Um, so are we, are we are we is that are we are we happy with crew done? Yeah. Dusted. Wrapped it. Yep. Anything else we want to mention? Good, bad, or indifferent? Were we impressed by them in any way or not particularly? They played yeah, well the first they went, but... Swashbuckling. Yeah. Yeah, they did run up, up until that game. I think um, a couple of wins and a couple of draws. So we were going into that crew match um, quite equally, I think. Yeah. 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 So, a, a draw. I was happy with the draw. Yeah, I think, you like you, I think you're happy with it because you're down to 10 men. I think yeah. if you if you keep 11 men and that game plans out like it did and we kept, you know, we missed a couple of chances and stuff, you're probably actually thinking we should have won it. But I think psychologically you go, well, I'll take that because we were down to 10 men and, uh, you know, yeah. uh, that made Coming the difference. Well, well, you could say they had, the, yeah. you know, people are saying that the ref was on their side as well. But, you know, the <laughs> fact that you were, you had you had some challenges to overcome, Um mean that uh, you know that, that actually it's a, a a point a point one Wrexham take a giant step towards promotion special guests exclusive interviews and behind the scenes insights it's all on the Racecourse Ramble podcast <laughs> so before we look at last night's game uh, with Mansfield um Neil has decided to ambush the podcast and uh, totally take over. He's, a, he's he's grabbed Lizzie. <laughs> she's looking at him with yeah, venom because she's like, "Oh, <laughs> what?" Um, but no, I don't mind because this because uh, uh, this gives us chance to. So, so you won't realise this, Lizzie, but we've already done one advert for you. Um, oh, thanks. I know. Yeah. So at the start of the last section, uh, if I share my screen, I'll open it again. At the start of the last section. Uh, we talked Beco Clay. Um, oh, wow, look at that. <laughs> and Neil Neil did his best to tell us about Beco Clay and said, Oh, she's mad busy, booked up all the year now, no markets left. Um, but people should go on and so uh, give us give us a better explanation of what you do with Beco Clay than than what Neil would have given us. Go on, give <laughs> us a bit of a oh, give us an elevator pitch. Well, to be honest, I he helps me run it all anyway, so I'm sure he did an excellent job I'm of sure, explaining yeah, did, what, yeah. I, I'm, what I'm I do. Mocking him. um i basically use clay and polymer clay to unwind after being in school all day um it's all very tactile working with the clay so you know using my hands after being in school with the lovely but tiring little children 
it just helps me de-stress. Um, so I make jewellery. Um, I use different techniques um, to produce different styles and um, and then I take them to markets around the country, basically. So um, that's all I do. <laughs> well, you say say that. I mean, I think it's more living with Neil rather than the kids, to be honest. But anyway, <laughs> oh. um, my addiction. Uh, so well, he's chief carrier and chief driver. I can imagine I he's the he's so. clearly is the wheels of the operation. He is um, absolutely. So when it comes to Pico Clay, tell us if you can remember off the top of your head when's your next? Give us your next couple of markets and stuff. Well, my next one is this Saturday in Penny Lane Church in Liverpool. Oh, that's, that's my next crikey. one. Right. Um, and I've also got, uh, I have actually got one in Wrexham coming up as well. That's at the end of October. Okay. Um, that's on the, I think it's the 28th off the top of my head. Let me just yeah. check. Uh, yes, it's on the 28th of October in Wrexham in um, Queen Square. Uh, yeah. So I'll be there in my in my gazebo hopefully it won't rain but <laughs> we'll be under the gazebo anyway so it'll be fine okay but still regardless of that if people can't get to uh to to uh to Wrexham they can obviously uh go on to Etsy um yep. and obviously uh if it's uh, nice and simple there just if you search for Beco Clay uh, they'll find your online shop won't they yeah yeah the best place though is um via my Instagram so okay. um yeah, it's just on my Instagram. It's at Beco Clay, um, and yeah, just follow me and message me on there. And I'm very good as well at making to order. So if there's anything that somebody wants to have gifted to a family member or something coming up to Christmas, then tell me their favourite colours, and I can I can make something. <laughs> Fab. Um, so now let's talk about uh, uh, the, the reason Neil grabbed you really um, was, uh, and I'm sure you'll have seen this, Emma, but there was. Uh, uh, this is going back now to the end of last year. So we had a, hopefully, we won't spoil the surprise because I'm not sure whether they'll show this in the documentary or not. But basically, Neil and Lizzie ended up at the Wrexham game versus Porham Wood. Yeah, should we just say that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Should we just say that <laughs> yeah, not to spoil it? And we'll tell if afterwards, if it doesn't sort of come out on camera, we'll we'll come back and talk about it again. What do you reckon? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so you ended up at the game. Obviously, Wrexham ended up winning, and chaos ensued. And uh, Lizzie got her phone out and snapped a photo. Uh, and from that photo, uh, uh, what did you? You ended up on was it CBS? I can't remember. What was the American network you ended up on? CNN. Oh, I was, was close. Yeah. You end up on CNN, CNN having to talk about it. Uh, again, I'm not yeah. sure. Did you tell them of the story about what happened exactly, or did you keep that? We did. We explained right. how we ended up at the game. Um, we we went through the series of events because it wasn't just one thing was it that that meant that we ended up at the yes. game it was one thing led to another thing which ultimately meant that eventually we ended up at the game and it, it we didn't think it was ever going to happen we didn't get our tickets until the afternoon before yeah so we, we still thank Michael Starkey for that. Yeah, yeah, we do. <laughs> he was the catalyst at the beginning of that chain of events. So yeah. yes, thank you, Michael Starkey. Um, but then, yeah, the, the moment came about and I turned to Neil as, as everyone started storming the, the pitch and um, I could just see that this was one of the biggest moments of his life. Is He was, sorry, Neil, you, he was in tears. He was in... All right, so was he, I, don't worry. Were you, Emma? He <laughs> was so emotional. 10,000 yeah. people. And it was so incredible to see how much it meant to everyone around me. So we went down. We couldn't actually 
get to the pitch because we were on um one of the upper levels and so we just went down to the to the final barrier we could reach and that just happened to be in front in front of like the dugout area yeah and um i was just looking i was just amazed at this site really because it's something i'd never seen anything like um and i looked at neil and he was obviously still just falling you know? <laughs> so he was so emotional that i thought i need to capture this we need to have a memory here so i took the picture as a memory for neil right. more than anything and i sent it to him that evening that uh, on the way home i just sent it to him in the car as something that he could keep but then of course he doesn't really post it on twitter does he yeah <laughs> As you do, as you would. As he does, yeah. yeah just like not, just another Twitter. thing. Like, oh, look, look at this that my wife took. Isn't it great? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then, then it it was shared by Rob McElhenney, which was just it was amazing, obviously. But then it was like it was. You got something. Yeah. It it suddenly blew up, and um, I think between he he shared it once, and then he shared it again with my tag on it, which then just sort of prompted even more like we had messages from that's when we had messages from cnn we had messages from um different uh, media outlets around the around the world and i suddenly realized i was thinking oh my gosh i wish neil had just taken credit for this picture because <laughs> <laughs> it was just so big it was almost like overwhelming really it was incredible that that picture meant so much to so many people because i think it did sort of capture that moment that everyone had been waiting for for so long um it was just very overwhelming because i'm just not used to it you know no. i'm just a teacher who <clears throat> deals with kids all day and then comes home to our quiet little countryside house really so having that much attention was weird um but it, it was incredible to see how much it meant to everyone so i'll show the i'll, I'll we'll start by showing i'll show the uh, the poster that you can buy uh in the store and then we'll go on to the store in a minute um so hopefully you can see that that picture um that is the picture um so you were just behind mullin i think mullin was on an advertising hoarding wasn't he i think uh, he was stood up uh, yeah, on an advertising. He and he, you can just as well see at the bottom one of the um like security steward guys um holding him up <laughs> oh okay and, yeah, yeah, so he's he's like holding him up to stop him from falling. Yeah. Um, but he literally, I think so many people have compared it to like some sort of messiah. Yeah, image. Right, it is. Um, yeah. But the more we the more we looked at this as well, the more we started spotting other players. So we've got Jordan Davis in there. Um, on the the full square image yeah. as well, we can see Luke Young. Okay. And we spotted was it Ben Tozer? Ben Tozer's on there apparently as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because it's so, just a it's just a massive. I don't know how many thousand people rushed the pitch. I know I was I was on the pitch somewhere, but I'm not sure where. I don't know where Emma yeah. was. Were you, did you rush yeah. the pitch, Emma? Yeah, yeah. yeah Fleur's gonna have you for that. She, now you've yeah. admitted it. <laughs> Season ticket revoked. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'm that's safe. All that. I've got proof I wasn't on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, you have. Yeah, you're all right. You, you can have one of our season tickets. Um, <laughs> so uh, so yeah. Um, so that that really was almost like this. It was the start of what obviously became a little online store, wasn't it? Um, because obviously, um, if you go again on Etsy, um, are we, do we get paid for advertising Etsy here? I don't know. 
Uh, if you, well, if you they to, take money off us enough. So yeah, I'm sure they do. Uh, go on to Etsy and you go look and you look for our Wrexham. Um, the logo actually incorporates that photo, so it's pretty obvious, isn't it? Who, uh, uh, who yeah. it is? Um, and you can kind of see the journey of what 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 it's came from. So you, you've kind of got. Uh, at the bottom of the page, as it renders for me, you've got that photo dominates. So you've got, you know, people can have mobile phone cases, tote bags, jigsaws, hoodies, mugs, T-shirts, the poster itself, uh, framed pictures um, with that on. Uh, but then you didn't stop there. You decided to do uh, some more, didn't you? So who did the drawing? Who did the drawings here? So there's the race course, sort of the lights <laughs> and the old. I'm oh, going to guess lights. that's probably one of the is that the uh, cop end? Yeah, yeah, that's by the turf. Yeah. yeah, I took um, I took that myself back because that was the first door I ever walked into. Yeah, that, okay, that's why I was going to ask. Why did you pick that? Yeah, one? Um, and it just seemed like a, a decent picture. So Liz, and what did you call it? Animated it? No, I, I, so I I um, drew from the photo that Neil had taken. Yeah, um, I digitized the picture and and drew it um, digitally with a with an with a, a pencil, um, <clears throat> but we. We like the significance of that photo because that was the final floodlight. Yeah. It was the last one standing. Um, and I think, you know, it was almost quite a momentous end of an era occasion, wasn't it, when that one came down? Yeah. So it was just yeah. our sort of tribute to that yeah. to, to that phase and that part of the, the history of the race course because we've evolved now and now we've got fancy plus shiny lights. Yeah, we have. <laughs> but we never used to. So it's just, it's sort of recognising that evolution, really. They're uh, super bright lights now. Um, yeah. So then, so that was the, that was another one. And then uh, a couple more followed. So obviously uh, some James McLean merch. Uh, yeah. You've been very, very good, if you notice, very carefully and not to use certain logos and uh, anything copyrightable. Yeah. Um, yeah. We want to go to Wrexham again. Yeah. Yes. So I also, I was quite careful in um, in how I sort of, put together my images as well because I mean I've had some some trouble with copyright from the the Mullen picture so yeah. it's been yeah. quite difficult to, to keep up with that from our end you know lots of people have been using it for profit which has been quite challenging yeah um so with the the photos that I've been using yeah all of the photos that we've used have either been images that we have taken ourselves yeah or I like to call it like Frankensteining. So like just chop, like pinching like little bits from other other pictures to make a new picture. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, drawing a new, a completely new image that doesn't actually exist. So that James McLean picture doesn't actually exist anywhere. It's not a real photo. Um, yeah. It's it's one that I've drawn based on um, pictures of him that I've seen. So what I didn't want to do was breach anyone else's copyright yeah. or or you know, pinch anyone else's hard work. <laughs> yeah, because um, I remember so... speaking to Neil about it because uh, I chirped in on a couple of uh, a couple of conversations where Neil was challenging people saying, listen, you can't use that image, you know, you can't use that without permission. Um, mm -hmm. And people said, well, you put it in the public domain that anybody can use it. That's factually incorrect. You as the yeah. person who took the photo or created the image uh, uh, are the owner of that and you absolutely should have permission before you use that image again. Uh, and especially, yeah, really, if you're going to make money off it. Yeah, I, and to be honest, I found it quite surprising how many um, companies, quite large companies, weren't aware of 
these what I would consider quite basic copyright laws. Um, but you know, it was a learning curve, and um, I think we're somewhat on top of it now. Um, it's just trying to sort of uh, to to keep our own credit for it, really. Um, especially if people are selling sort of the direct version of what we sell. Yeah. So you know, we we found that people were selling T-shirts with the same picture in the same place in the same colours, and <laughs> I just thought, well, that's just taking customers straight from us. You know, yeah. they, um, it, it's it's hard to keep up with, but I think yeah, I think we are up. We're on top of it now. We're on top of it now. Uh, so the late, oh, well, actually, I've, I've, I'm doubting myself. Was this, did this come before the James McLean one, or is this the newest one? No, after? this is our latest. All right, yeah, that's fine. Uh, I've started to doubt myself. <laughs> so for people who don't know, this is a, uh, is it a, a famous? I'm not sure it's famous, but it's a well-known uh, Dean Keats <laughs> quote, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. From uh, from an interview about Luke Young that, uh, that we've taken there. So um, some great, you know, like great merch available and to be honest you know there's lots of people that have done some amazing stuff um you know recently um but to get from to buy from Wrexham fans um stuff you know merch about Wrexham football club i think gives us it, that little circular economy uh, that we that we talk about um in being being sort of uh, in supporting local businesses and this type of thing i think is uh, makes it even better so um, so that's the latest one another t-shirt yeah another t-shirt um anything else <laughs> in the pipeline that you can um, oh we're we waiting for something mega to happen like <laughs> and mulling over a like kick go uh, what what's coming next i think um well we wouldn't want to steal someone else's photo now would we matt <laughs> no but i'm sure um, somebody will supply you with a photo and say i'm happy for you to use that well yeah it's it's um it's it's about finding that balance isn't it um for, for me i think i've got a couple of ideas in in my head really? um <laughs> <Neil's a surprise. laughs> I actually yeah i think we're in a bit of a phase now aren't we where everyone's feeling a little bit flat because we're not having any big wins right and everyone's feeling a bit deflated so okay. i think everyone needs reminding a little bit of how how we all felt at the end of last season all right and how everyone felt um with the promotion okay i think that i think people need to be reminded of because Brilliant. people are feeling a little bit sad okay. so i've got some ideas in my head of how we can do that he hasn't been told about these ideas oh, yet good. but i um, wouldn't tell him anything either <laughs> you and me can model them Matt. oh well, yeah. well i'm not yeah you you can model it neil i think you'll be a better model of it than me mm. <laughs> um, yeah, i think it's very easy to forget that feeling that we had <clears throat> back in april isn't it yeah. Um. When it's been so many games that have been so frustrating and so, so it's like it feels like it's been one after another now where it's just been like, oh, you know. I get it. No, I think, so, I think we live in the now, don't we? And the, you know, we've yeah. forgotten the good times, and now we're just, you know, we're, we're thinking about last night or the weekend, with your last game. Basically, we uh, we very much live mm. in the now. So, um, so yeah, you need yeah. you need to remind us, Lizzie. Uh, of yeah, what the, the good times feel like yeah, it's all on your shoulders and what we're aiming for again yeah. <laughs> yeah. no pressure but it's all on you to make us feel better yeah well you know i personally i think the most valuable um the most valuable piece we've got on that site is the fixtures mug because i can never remember who's next and where <laughs> we're going next i am gutted and... that little card's gone out of my season ticket because they haven't given <laughs> exactly. us this year emma have they it's no, gone no. the little fixture card I, bizarre um, yeah. yeah, 
maybe it's because they were so changeable or, or if they, if it wasn't all set in stone yet or something with it being the new um being in the efl or something don't give them excuses sorry so just so people can see the we'll uh, just fixtures. To, you'll just have to get a fixtures mug from us instead fixtures mug yeah uh, just so you can see it there you go who wouldn't want a nice mug for 12 pound to remind you of all you, the you always know where we're going next <laughs> yeah well that's it who's coming to us it's it's right up there with my racecourse ramble mug that is which neil has broken probably or using it to feed the no, goats no, it's still in the cupboard. i'm not sure <laughs> not sure what uh, <laughs> what he's doing with it weeing in it at night when he can't be bothered going to the toilet or something <laughs> i don't know <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Okay, good stuff. All right, I've plugged you enough now. What does that mean? It, it, it means that Neil's going to throw you out now. He's like, right, you've done oh, your sorry. job. He's, he's done your I job. Thought, I thought you said I've plugged you in. I was like, oh, because I'm not plugged <laughs> in before. Have I just been chatting for no reason? <laughs> uh, no, listen, Lizzie, you. I, I'm sure I'll see you again soon. Uh, I'm not sure when. You'll have to let me know when you've got tickets and stuff. Oh, yeah. We'll be at Sutton United. Sutton, all right. Okay. Lovely. All right, so we'll see you at the mice screen or whatever before uh, before yes. there. I've been telling everyone to listen to me. Someday we will be back in the football. So now I've finished plugging Neil's life, we will do proper Mansfield <laughs> review. <laughs> uh, we've just so everybody knows, and it's on record, Neil has signed an agreement um, to say I can have 10% of future earnings. Uh, so <laughs> so uh, uh, I'm going to go and buy a car. Um, so, so last night we went away to Mansfield. I was really nervous about it. Um, I saw some wild uh, guesses at some of the scores. Some people thought we were going to win 3-1, 4-0, 5-1, I saw. Um, I predicted a draw. Um, I thought um, I thought it was going to be a tough away game. Um, uh, and it proved to be that. Um, Team-wise, uh, if we start there, O'Connor obviously came in at the back to replace Boyle. Um, so as far as I know, Boyle was dropped. I don't know if him having any injuries and stuff. And I did and on the videos I have seen he was there. Uh, he was at the game. But as far as I know, he was dropped. But obviously, uh, happy to be wrong if uh, if somebody knows that he was injured. Uh, then please say now or forever hold your peace. And then Mendy obviously had to come in. Uh, or I say obviously had to come in. I did wonder whether he'd play James Jones there and bring a midfielder in, but he didn't. He played Mendy at right wing back because they lost. They confirmed that they lost the appeal for Bar against Barnett suspension. So we've got another couple, a couple of games to come from that. One or two more, I would think, because um, they haven't confirmed how many games it is. Um, but if the ref has said that it's reckless, I think is the uh, is the word that they use. Then uh, then that's three match ban. So he's got a couple more a uh, couple more games to miss. Um, and a Conquo again started in goal, uh, but, but fundamentally, apart from those two changes, it was kind of the same team. Um, there was lots of speculation before the game. I don't know if any of you saw it on Twitter. People were trying to dream up formations. They were oh, it's four at the back, yeah. and people were getting excited. Yeah. It's four four two. Yeah. It's whatever. It's whatever. I looked at it. I don't know if anybody else was the same. I looked at it straight away and went, "No, it's three five two. It's O'Connor back in at the back." And uh, yeah. I didn't know whether it was Mendy or McLean on the right, but uh, I knew that they were basically the wing backs. Was there any ever? Was there ever any doubt for any of you two, or you know? No, definitely not. He's not going to change it now. I've had another. Go on, Neil. What were you going about to? Uh, no, no, it's the same as Emma. Um, he, you know, through all the 
trials and tribulations he had last season or the season before he stuck with three five two and uh, yeah. was it four what, what did he change a four three three he goes to when he's in desperate need so yeah correct he, he, yeah. he, he didn't change it at all and didn't think he would but um uh, going going off the squad again um do we know where Anthony Ford is uh well they've confirmed he's still injured Right, I don't okay. know whether it's the it. tail end of his Achilles in because he said in his, Phil Parks in his interview said he was injured, so I don't know whether it's still he's not back from his. I think it was an Achilles that he had injury. Right, okay. So whatever his last injury was, I don't know whether he's not back from that or whether he's come back to training and then picked up another knock. Not confirmed. Right, okay. They're very careful with what they leak, aren't they, and what comes out. They don't say very yeah, much. Very yeah, very um, So uh, and the very carefully. Commentary team also said he was injured, but didn't give any more. So, um, so I'm going to say that he's just not back. They're not brave enough to right. risk him yet, following that Achilles. Yeah, um, I, I think the Mendy came coming in. I, I think him and uh, Okonkwo, best players on the play on the pitch for me last night. Yeah, yeah I, I remember re position. reading that from you. I thought Mendy grew into it really mm. well uh, when he went when he bombed forward. He looked really good, didn't he? They couldn't cope yeah. with him. Yeah. yeah, he's very, very quick on that side. You know, he's he's getting a lot of crosses in with his unnatural foot as well. Yeah, and uh, that's what you need from someone like that. Yeah, if you're playing wing backs in some way, shape, or form, you need them in the final third, being an extra body in some way. So whether they're overlapping um, and putting crosses in, or whether they're sorry to use the word, but there's well whether they're underlapping and coming inside to take shots. Either way. But you need them to have an impact, otherwise they become almost pointless. Um, so, um, so yeah. Um, so Mansfield are no mugs, are they? Well, I think I think I think that's the best. Yeah. The, I think that's the best side I've seen us play this season. Definitely, they were balanced at the back. They were really good going forward. Their football, I thought, was was excellent. Um, and the man who was my choice when the takeover first happened, um, I, I sort of. Uh, I wanted Nigel Clough to be our manager. I didn't know whether we could get him or what, but he sounded like a realistic option um, for somebody uh, for us to get who was vastly experienced in lower league and would be a big pull for players, I thought, especially if we had money. Um, I thought he set, set his team up really well. I thought they were really good to watch. Um, what, were your, what did you think, Emma? Did you, did you enjoy watching them or did you hate every minute of it as they were passing around us? <laughs> no, I was, uh, like you say beforehand, I was thinking, you know, they're going to be a good side. They haven't lost a home. Um, I knew it was going to be a hard, hard game. I mean, I'm glad we got a point out of it, but yeah. like they are conquering, but them, uh, you know, saves he was making. Yeah. I think if Howard was in goal, we'd have been 5 0 down. Yeah. Uh... Be careful now, you're going to get a lot of hate on Twitter because there are some people <laughs> that uh, I end up exchanging words with who are very, you know, they're big Mark Howard fans and they won't have a word, a bad word said about him. Um, but I think that some of them were, some of the, the the key element to it are the fact that only a goalkeeper of six foot six can get certain, yeah. certain shots, can he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, you know, I, I know Parky picked out the one last night, which he tipped round the post, which bounces just in front of him. Um, I can't remember which half yeah. it was in, um, but he particularly picked that out and said that was a really good, you know, that for him was a really good one. Um, 
so yeah, I, you know, I, I, so I happen to agree. I, I really like a Conquo. Um, I thought I think he's going to be a potentially a really big pickup, but he just need, he needs to play, and we, we need to understand that we're going to iron. I, we're still ironing out some of the uh, some of the flaws yeah. in his game because he is young, um, and we are going to have to be the people that you either accept it or you don't. That something is going to happen at some point, um, but he will make up yeah. for it with a ridiculous save somewhere else, won't he? That, yeah. Do you know what I mean, Neil? By that, yeah. just because he's so yeah, big and he will do something. Yeah, of course. He's 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 been impressive in both matches now, and he needed his time to come in. You know, I, I like Howard as much as the next person, but we've got this big status guy now, haven't we? Yeah. And we need we need him in the team. We need to see what he can do. And he's obviously he's proven, but he has shown big glimpses that he's gonna he's gonna contend to be number one for us for quite a while. Being so young as well. Yeah. You know, if he stays. Um but as well, you you know, you've got to think of the defence that we've got. They've gone through so many keepers in the last two seasons. Yeah. That, that this this partnership with their keeper now is ever changing. So, you know, that's going to take time as well. Yeah. It's going to take time for for them to get confidence. I mean, we've had two, you know, two goes now where it was Howard and the defence not talk properly, and last night happened again. But that that that'll get stronger. Uh, we just got to give it time and. Uh, Play well in the middle of it. It's I, I do like Conquo. I do like his yeah. um, do like his playing as well. And he could probably kick the ball into the other net if he wanted to as well. Yeah, he's, uh, <laughs> the only thing I think so, he, they will be working on with him is just his, his kicking accuracy. Um, he doesn't always think, yeah. find Palmer. Uh, Howard was very similar, interestingly, when he first came, but he ironed that out. The start of this season, he was brilliant at uh, that sort mm. of, uh, of his accuracy. Yeah, you're right. Um, but I think that's the only thing that they'll be working on with him because uh, sometimes he kicks it, he'll, he'll kick it the other, it'll end up going the other way, and you're not really expecting Mullin to win a header against a six foot plus defender, foot really, plus are defender. we? Um, mm-hmm. So that's that's the only thing. But uh, yeah, I thought I thought he was really good. I would have if I was pick uh, if I was picking somebody that caught me eye. It was uh, it was Oconquo and Evans were the two I said that I thought were that really caught me eye. Um, yeah. But for me, I know there's a a lot of people who just wrote the midfield off and just went they were rubbish. Um, but for me, I thought Evans actually retained the ball really well, um, which is you know really important. But Oconquo was probably would have, I, I'm slightly biased, so I would have I would have picked him as man of the match. I think you, did, Neil, did you say? Mendy was for you, what didn't you? Yeah, I, I understand the the, the Conquo uh, argument, and uh, I agree with it to some extent. But I just think to to put Mendy in that right back, um, and he had a good partnership with Hayden as well. I thought. Yeah. Um, to, to, I I don't know if we've had that before. Uh, Mendy on the right with Hayden. I can't think. Only for it would know. only be for five or ten minutes in emergency situations, yeah. wouldn't it? Like Saturday. Yeah. But uh, they had a good they had a good partnership on that side, just like. Um, like he would have been on the left with with someone else, like uh, like what Tony Cliffy had last year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I like Mendy the way he played, uh, and Evans as well. Like you say, good sturdy sturdy midfield guy. What well, what impressed you about Mansfield, Emma? I thought they I thought they just had I say good balance. I thought they were well set up, and I thought their football at times was really good. Yeah, definitely. I think Caledonian or however you pronounce his yeah. name. We kind of well, had we've had it. We had a about a five or a six match glimpse uh, of him, didn't yeah. we? As a as a, a loney, I think was he a loney or did we have him and then we had to let him go? Can't remember. Uh, no, we had him till the end of the season, yeah. and then they were going to offer him another contract, but, but they, they couldn't afford. But it. they couldn't do it. I think that was just pre-COVID yeah. or something. 
Um, yeah. So we knew he had a bit of magic in his boots, and if you've seen anything yeah. of him this season, he's you know he's been outstanding. Yeah. Um, and he was the one sort of you know he was really dangerous last night. He, I remember him yeah. fizzing. He hit the post, didn't he? Um, yeah. And then he fizzed one as an unbelievable move, um, where we sort of allowed him to turn and run at our defence for whatever reason. And he fizzed one just past the post that uh, Okonkwo yeah. sort of implied that he had it, but on another day that nestles in the corner. Yeah, yeah. If you close calls i actually thought he would have scored against us last night well, it sort of set up for it wasn't it you know yeah. ex-player yeah yeah it's yeah. always the case but i always think that like when when we were in the national league we could beat teams and you know score a few goals i think in league two they're studying us more of parky is stubborn to change the system yeah um he doesn't put subs on until 70 minutes yeah and um, I think like last night, Fletcher came on way too late. I thought. Yeah, okay. Was it eighty-four yeah. minutes or eight yeah. something? Who's going to do something? You know, you need a bit of time just to get into the game, kind of thing. But I do think that managers, uh, like Dave, Dave Chalner said of Stockport, he studied us. He knew yeah. straight away over the top of the defenders, and they were in. So yeah. it's it's more like where you know we we should be playing where. The opposition don't know what we're going to do. Yeah, I Where understand. They... I think yeah. there's yeah. so in the build up to the game, there was a lot of after uh, there was a lot of speculation about people sort of demanding that we change formation, wasn't there? Certainly online, yeah. really. This on social media, um, and I mean, I just everything that we know about Phil Parkinson from his time here and from what ex fans tell you from his different clubs is yeah. that he's rigid, he has his beliefs, he's rigid, he sticks with yeah. them. Um, and he seemingly, that carries over to players then as well. So you're talking yeah. about making subs. You know, that Stockport game, I expected us to make subs at half-time, and we didn't. I, I tweeted, I yeah. tweeted half-time, I said, I know we're three down, but just change it up, you know, yeah. we've got nothing to lose now, because you're already 3-0 down. And he stuck with the same team, they came back on, and then we were 4-0 down. And I guess so. I, I mean, it's hard because we're not in the changing room. And I guess yeah. what you what you're saying, what the I guess the debate from him is that if he if he if, if a player feels harshly done to, yeah. that then provokes either a knock at the door on Monday morning or you kind yeah. of start to lose the player. And I guess we're not privy to knowing um, no. what the best way of doing that is, isn't it? We look at it as from yeah. fans and we just go, "Well, I'd have kind of binned you off in that game because you'd let me down." Yeah. Um, and I guess that's the the tightrope, that's the walk that the that the managers have to sort of go yeah. down, don't they? And I, I'm I'm trying to make it, I'm trying to make some rationale for why he wouldn't do those things, um, yeah. and because that loyalty then potentially gets rewarded somewhere, doesn't it? Um, yeah. You know, if you don't hang players out to dry, um, so and that's not to say he won't do it in future. Uh, you would argue, actually, I take I'm trying to think maybe you take that back because a couple of times he's hung Luke. Young out to dry, hasn't he, uh, Neil? If you think about the Chesterfield when he dropped him, yeah, no, yeah. no rationale. And then yeah. the Stockport, you could argue that Young wasn't at fault for um, some of the Stockport goals. So you say, well, why have you? Yeah. So it's not always true do... that I'm going to walk that back a little bit, um, if that makes yeah. sense. <laughs> Makes sense. As, as I say, being a, a Luke Young fan, like a lot of people are, it, when he comes out, especially being the captain, when he comes out of the team with no explanation and he's, you know, he's there, people say he's fine. It just begs the question of what is not 
not what is Parky thinking as in a bad way, but like what's his what's his thought process? Yeah, what's the through? rationale for change, yeah, what, those changes? Did, yeah. yeah, what did Luke Young do? So you know, the Stockport game, you could argue that all eleven players were on yeah. an off day, so yeah. you couldn't pinpoint anyone. I don't think. Um, but yeah, to take Luke Young, someone like that that has that stature in the in the team in the in the, in the changing room. Yeah, I I, just, I wish I just had like a direct line to parking so we could just tell me he's not playing today because of this. Now you yeah. can rest. I um, think it's yeah, frustrating I... sometimes because you think if we had him on a team, could we have held something better? Could we have got a win against Crew? You know. Yeah, I'm just thinking that if you think it is, I don't think Luke Young was necessarily direct, from what I, from memory was directly responsible for goals. Whereas I look at Boyle, Tozer, uh, you could argue Boyle perhaps on Saturday uh, with the Conquo goal and the first goal. Um, the mm. third goal, is it the first and the third ones where the first one he loses a man at a corner? Yeah. He never actually has him when you watch it back. Um, yeah, he never has the man. Size of the group. Yeah. And then the third one was a bit weird where he was kind of holding a player and just stood still. I don't know. You know, that yeah. was a bit strange. Yeah. I think you could argue, you can see directly, like, I know why he's been dropped because I've seen some things. Whereas I don't yeah. think you can say that about Young at the moment. So that's where no. I would sort of, I would challenge that. But I would, uh, you know, I would agree with what you're saying. And, and, you know, I think if I was Luke, I would be having that conversation yeah. saying, just out of interest, can you tell me what I've done wrong? Because I need to put it right yeah. and see what to he said. To be honest, does he actually know what what the best midfield is? Because he keeps swapping and changing. Yeah, you're probably right. He's searching. Yeah, Yeah, he's He's searching. searching. I don't. I think what the problem, what last night highlighted, and the previous games for me, is that we don't have the balance. And this is what I was talking about before when I was saying actually now I'd like to see Evans, and Young, because I think we're either quite good quite. I mean, we were resolute last night. I think some people said we got battered, but actually we were resolute and we really only allowed them, bar the one or two exceptions, they played in front of us. Their shots were from range. They weren't cutting through us all the time and getting in behind us. So we actually held them probably where we wanted to. Um, And those chances were really difficult that, you know, that they were trying to score from. Um, So actually we've just not got the balance right. We haven't got the balance between attack and defence right. We're either... We're either, you know, yeah. the, but the flip side is we didn't have that much going forward, did we, last night? We weren't no, great no. going forward. But when, but what did you find when we did go forward a handful of times, we did look quite strong. Yeah, because the players just, are so good. Never, it, yeah, it just never really happened frequently, Enough. like Mansfield. Mansfield, we've got to, we've got to realize, like Emma said, we're, we're in the, we're in the big leagues now. We're not, you know, we're, we're a smaller fish than we were last season. Yeah, uh, we're gonna come across people at Mansfield who haven't lost. To get a draw away, uh, nil nil. Get a clean sheet as well. It's you've got yeah. to look at that mile. But um, yeah, you are right. The midfield is some kind of like no man's land at the minute, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I that's. I mean, I, I get when we we talk about stuff, we're always trying to guess what somebody else is thinking, aren't we? We're trying to guess yeah. what Phil Parkinson or whether you know. I don't know how much say he gives to all his staff, but we're trying to guess what they're thinking. Um, and you know that, but that I think Emma's right. We 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 have. I don't think we've got the balance, and he's searching for it, which is why we're getting that interchange of of, of players. Um, yeah. So uh, so yeah. I mean, I said I'd take the draw before. Uh, I don't know what did you. I don't know what you predicted, Emma. Um, but I know we take the draw after. But yeah. uh, what were your thoughts prior to the match? 
I thought it would be a draw because I thought, you know, you're going to a big club who hasn't lost a home yeah. and people have studied us. I thought if we can come back with a point at least and not lose, yeah. um, you know, save the Saturday, really, it's going to be a tough game as well. Is there any element of this where we think um, we feel worse because the team that we beat to the championship yeah. is running away? It's starting to, it's three points yeah. clear now. So we're go, So there's an element of us scratching our head going, well, hang on, how come that's not us? Yeah. Uh, um, maybe. I'll oh, go on, Neil. No, maybe, but, you know, we just, we just like you say, he's experimenting with the team, isn't he? We're just, um, you know, we're getting a bit of a wake up call in this league. I think, I, in my mind of minds, I think we're going to reach the playoffs. Uh, yeah. I think we're going to fight for the top three. Um, it's a long, that, that horrible cliche, it's a long season, but I think we'll get there. It's just going to take a lot of time for Parky to go, ah, that's the 11 I need. Um, and when he when he does it, I think we'll, 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 we'll get the results that we need more frequently. Yeah. Yeah, we just got we've got to um, we've got to get that balance get that balance right. Because um, in spells we play nice football. In spells we've played better football than we did yeah. last season. Not necessarily in last night's game, but in the yeah. previous games we've played much better football at times. Uh, but he does rely on that more direct approach predominantly, doesn't he? He likes mm. to put pressure on by launching those long balls. Uh, and I think that's what frustrates some people. Instead of you know we've got some gifted footballers. I'd like to see us play through. Evans and uh, if O'Connor yeah. or Young is in midfield, I'd like to see us play through them more than bypassing them with long balls to Palmer and then building off that. Uh, but that's my preference, you know. I don't mind three-five-two as a formation, whereas other people are adamant that we should go back twenty years and play four-four-two, um, and that's very hard to do now because the three-man centre midfield will just kill a four-four-two, and that's why it's so infrequently used. Um, but uh, you know. I wasn't displeased at all last night um, at the end of it. Um, I would have liked to see a little bit more from us going forward, but you know, um, as I, you know, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't displeased. Um, anybody yeah. else, anybody else think there was anything that we missed? Anything that stood out? I think Mansfield are going to be up there again, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. They're going to be top yeah. seven for that sure was... if they carry on like that. Easily, yeah, that was a good squad. Good squad we played last night. Probably the, the, yeah. the most fight we've had against us, and some real good players. There was one player I forget his name, but he re reminded me of Ric Flair with his hair. Yeah, <laughs> their number fifteen was Lewis. Lewis, yeah, yeah. on the right, he, he was. He just kept coming in and coming in and asking loads of questions of the defense. Sometimes struggling, he had a good few chances himself as well. He was. Yeah. We're going to come across a lot of players like that this season. Um, but Mansfield, yeah, you are right. They they are they are going to fight for that those top three sides. Yeah. So Lewis. Uh... Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, it was actually well. Um, so I'm just looking at FotMob here because uh, they use Optostats to generate uh, ratings and man of the match. They they actually gave a Conquo man of the match. Um, but Lewis, uh, you know, if you look at that. They just performed really, really well generally. Uh, but yeah. Keela Dunn was dangerous all the time. But yeah, uh, Lewis was, uh, he's, got, he's definitely dyed his hair. <laughs> yeah. He's definitely got a bleach, bleach blonde Ric Flair type yeah. hairdo now. Yeah, yeah. however they do on it. But they, 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 uh, they like this sort of 4-3-3, uh, 4-4-2 diamond where they mm -hmm. see, see they keep three men in the middle of the park and they let some of the others roam. The Maris and Keller Dunn can roam about 
uh, and go where they want. And that's the that's what causes your problems, you see. And Wrexham couldn't get to grips with that. Um, yeah. In fact, they picked it up in the commentary. They, were, they kept going on about a fluid formation that yeah. Wrexham were trying to deal yeah. with. Um, and that's what they were referring to, the fact that these two players have got freedom to play anywhere they want in the final third. Uh, and Aikens kind of stays as the... I call him the, the central figure, the tap more focal point. Um, and that's what you have to deal with. And Wrexham struggled to start with, but did get a grip of it. And as I said, in the end, they kept him at arm's, uh, arm's length. Um, but they look at, I say, they look, a, they look a really impressive side. And if you can get a win against them at home, at the end of the season, you get four points from Mansfield, you'd be, I think you'd be delighted. Yeah, you'd yeah. bite someone's hand up for that, wouldn't you? If, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's easier it's said than done because we've got to play them yet. But um, yeah. I don't think going there, a point away at Mansfield isn't going to cost you at the end of the season, is it? No. That'll be a, you know, that will be a point gained at the end of the season. Yeah, that's, that could turn out to be quite an important point if some things couldn't turn out successful. Yeah, I agree. Okay, anybody, anybody else got anything, uh, anything important around uh, around that? Anybody, uh, anybody stand out for you, good or bad, indifferent? Anybody you were disappointed with? O'Connor slotted in at the back nicely. Um, he like he likes mm. putting him there, doesn't he? he? You know. Yeah, I, I'm still not convinced. Myself. No, I I wouldn't. I would have put a tunny yeah. cliff in there if you were going to do it. But yeah. I don't know how fit he is. This is the issue. Exactly. He's yeah. on the bench, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I get that. I just don't think that Tom O'Connor, especially I, I keep going back to that Bromley game in Wembley, he just doesn't have the physicality of a, of a centre centre back for me. Yeah, um, no. He might be fast enough, but he's not got what what you, I mean. I I I'd, I'd put Clueworth in that spot over O'Connor, not because of the quality, yeah. just because O'Connor's a lot better in the middle, feeding off the defenders rather than being one of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get that. Um, I prefer him in midfield, definitely. But he didn't, you know, he didn't make any mistake. There, there are oh, no. times where you could play him there, when you're playing a very weak, what you would consider a weak team, and you can get him actually on the ball deeper, um, and get him, you know, get the the game flowing through him um, from there, and let him let him bring the ball out from the back. But we didn't play him like that. We played him as no. a traditional sort of centre back, who was just yeah. there to sort of uh, break up play, add stuff away, and then, you know, relieve pressure by hoofing it. Yeah, yeah. that was always hoofing it. <laughs> That's what yeah. he kept, kept doing. That's yeah. Um, so we weren't asking him specifically to bring the ball out from the back like a proper ball playing defender. So, uh, yeah. so, uh, so yeah. Okay. So I, good, good point. It's in summary. Good point. Away from home against a good side, we started shaky. We grew into it. We were much better second half, um, I would say. Um, and generally, we think we're pleased with that. And we, it's one of them where you go move on to Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we go again. Yeah, we go again. All right. Tune in and catch our exclusive match previews on the Racecourse Ramble Podcast. Your ultimate guide to Wrexham AFC. So we're going to play. What what are we playing? We're, we're going to look into the future. What's one of those people that look into the future? I can't remember. Clairvoyant. Ah, we're going to play clairvoyance, right. and uh, we're going to we're, we're going to have a, a, a quick look at uh, well Crawley away on Saturday in the league, and then uh, we will just comment on the crew one. I guess um, it's much harder to talk about that one because so much can happen in the first game, can't it? You don't know what's yeah. uh, what's going to happen. Um, so Saturday at three o'clock, we go away to Crawley. 
is, does anybody have any reservations about this game? Because <laughs> I do. Again, this is not going to yeah. be an easy game. Yeah. yeah. Very hard game. It's a long, yeah, long, long journey. Um, crew, I'm just looking at Crew's last results, and apart from yesterday, they're at an unbeaten run of six games, and that includes Cheltenham. Um, so that you know they're up and down the same as us, really. So I, it, I, I, I couldn't give you a, a confident um, prediction for this score, to be honest with you, Matt. No. So and we will do that. I'm, I'm, you're going to give me. You are going to give me a prediction anyway. After I'm going to make okay. it. <laughs> but but um, <laughs> what I would say is, uh, yeah. So if we look at the sort of table, can you can you just about see that? Oh yeah. 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 So Crawley sit in fifth place with twenty points, three points back from County. There's kind of a group of people actually. One, two, three, four teams all on twenty. Interestingly, Stockport have come out of nowhere uh, after a terrible okay. start and uh, are now sitting quite comfortable. Um, but yeah, we so we go away to Crawley, who uh, are uh, like us in regards to sort of goal difference. They concede as many as they score, so you know that's a, that gives us something to hang our hat on, doesn't it? Um, and if we look at their sort of form, let me just figure out which way is uh, the best way. So yesterday they've lost two 0 to Doncaster uh, away. Um, before that, on the weekend. They have uh, beaten Sutton at home. I think Sutton's still sitting bottom, I think. So so they've won away at Grimsby. Uh, So that's not like an easy place to go, is it, Uh, historically? um, They've obviously won at home to Tranmere, and they've beaten Newport um, again. So, you know, they've got decent form. and what we we Grant McCann's the, uh, the the manager. We know what we know is that's going to be a tough away journey. Um, yeah. I, I'm not as a, are we in are we in the realms here of to take another draw or is it too is that too too much? Do we need more than that? What's our what's our thoughts? I think we need to to give more than the other night. But I would be unhappy if we came home with a draw, right. just because where they'd sit in. Obviously, the other factors in it, but obviously we want the win. But whether it's going to be a tough game like it was last night is another thing again. Okay, what do you think, Neil? What would you? Yeah, like like Emma said, I, I, if it, if it's a good fight and it come up with a draw, then you know it's, it's a point, good point away. But I think it's the point now where Parky is going to be feeling he needs he needs three points now. Yeah. What do you mean by that? What do you mean by the fact he, uh, he he's going to feel like he needs three points? It's a five nil loss, three three draw came from behind, nil nil. It's you know it's about time we started. Yeah. Up, got got a win back now, and uh, I don't I wouldn't say the pressure's on Parky, but I think he might add a bit of pressure to himself to get to get a win after yeah, a couple okay. of um, unpredictable games. Um, yeah. I hadn't thought of it like that, um, but yeah, when you think about that run that we're on, you've got to, you, you know, you need if he pulls a result out of somewhere, it breaks it up, doesn't it? It doesn't make it feel so yeah. bad. And yeah, if we keep finishes the run, if we keep drawing, you just you, you are slowly, slowly losing ground, aren't you? Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, so from our point of view, what are what are we thinking? What are we? I mean, he's not. I, I'm adamant. Right, that he isn't going to change from three five two. I'm adamant no. of that. Um, I think he'll have looked at that second half, and I think he'll be quite pleased because we improved. We got a grip of it, and we improved. 
Um, and I'm not sure, barring any injuries, again, we don't know of any, um, but I'm not sure we'll see a different starting lineup to what we saw start last night. Does yeah. anybody else think any different? Does anybody else think perhaps like, like does a young come back in? Does a Fletcher start? Um, you know, have you got to manage Ollie's in? Because Ollie had that knee knee tweak. Have you got to manage that and swap somebody out? What What are we thinking? I think probably yeah, you'll go with the same. I think the only change Jeffrey does is Tonicliffe. So, so if yeah. if he's going to make his change, Tonicliffe comes in for who? Well, to play where Tom O'Connor did last night. I think he'll try and reclaim that space now from Boyle. Okay. And have a good team because I think he's a good, he's a really good player. And yeah. with him on the bench, he must be happy for him that he is going to be fit to play at least most, you know, most of the game. But so I think having him back would be a, a, a good addition to a strong defense. Okay, Neil, I'll come on yeah, to talk I, I, in a second. But Neil, what, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I if he's on the bench last night. He must be close. So, and I'd like to see uh, a, a back three that sticks as well. I mean, if he's yeah. taken Boyle out because of the mistake, yeah, um, there should be leeway to you know to carry him on so he gets more confidence and it gives the keeper th- three regular defenders to work with. Get like some understanding and build a relationship, basically. Yeah, yeah, because we had we had Tozer, Tony Cliff, and Hayden at one point, and they were just a brick wall. Yeah, uh, for a long time, and that worked really well. Yeah, um, so I think you know you might bring Boyle back in, um, just to establish a, a, a constant three. Um, I, I'd like to think that Young comes back, but I, I, who knows? Who knows what he's going to do? But I don't think he'll deviate from the formation, like like you said. Um, no, okay, not at all. So obviously, um. The reason I wanted to come back to Tony Cliff because what people might not realise um, is that that's Crawley is obviously where we kind of was his previous club, um, and I think that was the uh, he had a season where before he came to us where I think he was in team of the season at the end of it for League Two, right. playing as a centre half for Crawley. Um, so you know he's 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 got a tie there, hasn't he? You know he's got a sort of it's not a relationship, isn't the word, but. Um, you know, Crawley will have a special uh, will have a special meaning to him. So I'm sure he would be loving the opportunity, a bit like uh, Palmer going back to Mansfield last night um, and Wimbledon. And uh, you know, I'm sure he would love yeah. to be uh, to be to be selected, um, Jordan. I I happen to think as as an out and out defender, I think he's our best defender. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's like, I agree with that. Uh, you know, as a pure defender, he's brilliant in the air. He's strong. Yep. I, I say that he's like granite. He's really hard to push off centre. So, you know, people can't sort of get on top of him very easily at all. Uh, and he's really brave. I, once or twice, I think, remember him bandaged up and, uh, you know, yeah. he's a proper proper centre half. But the reason I quite like him, I think he's a bit quicker across the ground than perhaps a Boyle type of, or an O'Connell, you know, you know those yeah. big towering centre halves. Yeah. I, think, um, I think one of the things that, when people are sort of talking about Phil Parkinson and they're giving him some some criticism for not changing it, I think we uh, we are arrogant isn't the word, but we don't adapt for opposition. And I I happen to believe that we should 
make some changes to to account for the opposition. Yeah. So when they've got two rapid strikers, let's not play a back three of six foot four centre halves who are not quick across the ground. Because you are yeah. going to, like Milton Keynes, you are going to get exposed then potentially, aren't you? Uh, whereas if a Hayden and a, and a Tunnicliffe can come in to help a Tozer or whoever else, I think, I think that's what I would like to see us uh, do more of. But I'm under no impression that that isn't going to happen because, you know, Phil Parkinson is either loyal or stubborn. I'm not sure yeah. what you'd think <laughs> being one of those players. Um, yeah. I don't know. What, yeah. you know you would you feel, I don't know, would you, would you, you'd feel, you'd feel that he is being loyal um, if you yeah. were one of them. Well, when you say there, Mark, you say it could be Toza or anyone else. I don't think anyone else will ever come into it. I think Toza is the cement yeah. that Parky is will not budge on at all. Um, yeah. You know, he's had mistakes. He's had, sometimes I, he gets the ball and he looks up to the crack, to the, the field. And I think, oh God, where's he going to put this now? But I think Toza's the one that's first on the team sheet and he's there. He's just got to work either side of him. So I think Toza, Tony Cliff and Hayden, I think that's going to happen on Saturday. Yeah. So I agree with what you're, what you're saying. I, I Well, I believe in my... I. I'm going to, I'll challenge you slightly. I think Paul Mullin is the first name on the sheet, but I think yeah. Ben Tozer is the second name he writes on the sheet. Okay. And I'm adamant about that. Um, yeah. I don't I, think yeah, I agree with you. But I, we're splitting airs. You get what I mean, though, don't you? Yeah. yeah. But basically, yeah. I think when he talks, when he thinks about the defence, it starts with Tozer. Um, yeah. It starts with his experience um, and that, uh, the weapon that he has in the long throw, and it's interesting when I was looking back at the videos to um, to break down the um, the last two games, we've actually scored a couple of goals from a variation of the long of the throw. So instead of toes are taking throws, we've done something short and quick and ended up scoring. Um, so you know it would be nice now and again just to vary it. So we talk about being predictable. It's very predictable normally, isn't it? We get a, 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 yeah. a, a throw in anywhere near their goal. We, you know what's going to happen, don't you? Yeah. yeah. And it would be nice for us to be a bit cuter. I know we've been we've been caught a couple of times from clever, quick set pieces this season. We need to be better at them. We've got one that we've thrown into the mix, which is the Mullin moving to the back post. But actually, I'd like to see us do some other things, you know, some other short corners and some other little routines to make people think. Because I think we need to be a bit more street smart. Um, yeah, yeah. I think in this league we've been caught out a couple of times from them being a bit more street smart, if that makes sense. Yeah, I like yeah. how we've gone from um, to, to James McLean doing the corners. I like his distribution for corners because Tom O'Connor took over for a bit, didn't he? He was on the pitch, but McLean's taking corners now, so I, I like his uh, corners, and I'm glad Lee's not taking them anymore. Yeah, well, I was, I was, <laughs> I was just about <laughs> to say almost that's the one of the reasons, one of the things that we talk about Luke Young. But it's often overlooked is his set piece delivery is outstanding, oh, isn't yeah. it? You yeah. know, yeah. if you yeah. are going to score from set pieces, the ball has to beat the first man fundamentally. Um, if you yeah. want to score sort of from a set piece like that, um, and we don't sometimes look like it with some, you know, when uh, sadly yeah. Elliot Lee's, it's weird, isn't it? How you could be such a good player and be so yeah. bad at set piece. I don't understand it. Like, yeah, it's, it's, not too it's, it's weird. Yeah. So. That we've got those, so we, we've potentially got some changes. Um, we've got all got our opinions on what we think Phil Parkinson might do. Um, so with that in mind, we're away. It's going to be not a pleasant gaff. It's the weather will probably be crap. 
Uh, what are we thinking score wise? What are we, what are we, uh, what are we predicting? And I'll go to you first, Emma, so Neil can think about it because I think Neil might be here forever. I'm going for Wrexham two one <laughs> by a goal, basically. Yeah. Yeah. You think we, can, we think you think we can edge it. Are you gonna Are you gonna predict a goal scorer? Well, it's got to be Mullin, I think, and uh, Elliot Lee. Okay. Yeah, he was just to, uh, to touch on it. He was out of sorts, I thought last yeah, night. Elliot Lee. He Lee. was. Yeah, really. He was, um, for me, I, I, you know, for other people, I get that everybody has their own opinion. I totally get that. But for me, I thought he was out of sorts. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you're nodding your head, Emma. That I'm not the only person that no, thought uh, that. Yeah. He was just not well. himself at all. Um, yeah. Shall I go next, Neil, or do you want to go next? Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I, I want to hear yours. Um, I'm quite right, so I'm quite pessimistic. Right? I think this is going to be a two-all draw. Right? I oh. think, I, I, I think, I think we're in a little bit of a flat spell, um, and I just, I, and I don't think that's the end of the world to go to Crawley and get a draw. But obviously, when you put it in the context, like you were saying before, of the, the run of results, it might not feel like a great result. Um, and we don't know. I don't necessarily know how we'll do it. Like, we can't keep scoring last-minute goals, can we? So maybe yeah. we'll actually be winning this one and get pegged back. Um, uh, would be my go. I, I'm sure Mullin will score. It would be nice to, to get, you know, like a McLean goal or somebody else to be on the score sheet because we're a bit reliant on Lee and Mullin. Uh, you yeah. know, Palmer's could do with getting a few more goals. You know, maybe a, a, a Mendy or a James Jones. Let's let's get some more goals yeah. going from somewhere. Um, and I'm not sure. I, I I'm adamant that he won't change that team. Uh, in my head, I can't see him changing it. But we, who knows? Let let let's uh, let's see. But um, go on, Neil. Make me look like a fool. Are you going to make me look like a fool? No, no. <laughs> I, I'm going to go slightly the same way as. Uh... As Emma did, because I've been thinking about it since you said I'm going to go three-two to Wrexham. Okay, oh, we got another. Yeah. This sounds like another bonkers <laughs> basketball game to me. This already. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go for a goal fest as well, and um, <laughs> just just because you know nil-nil, five-nil, like as well. You said we need to get some goals on the list, so you know unlikely places. Maybe uh, maybe Turnicliffe comes on and scores the winner. You never know. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go three two, and we'll be, and we won't go behind at all. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, that's. Uh, I'm gonna go on a confidence one there. From that'd be from nice. Not that'd be a great win, wouldn't that be? You know, if yeah. we could go there, win three two, and sort of, you know, come out of a a chaotic yeah. like, like game, that would be really nice, especially for the away fans who, uh, you know, yeah. it's uh, it's, it's a, a long it's journey. a long old slog that. Yeah, is it past past London? Isn't it? It's by Gatwick Airport, I believe. Uh, yeah. Four, it's, four and a half hours. it's going to be yeah. It's going to be uh, if you're yeah, on the yeah. bus, it's probably going to be four and a half to five hours. If it's if you're on a, a supporters coach that'll stop for yeah. lunch somewhere as well, it's uh, you know it's a long old yeah. day that, isn't it? Yeah, we're all yeah. travelling fans. Um, and and that obviously it means obviously we won't have like a very negative spaces afterwards where uh, whoever. Whether it's uh, the Fearless Boys or the Rob Ryan Red Boys, whoever's doing the spaces, we won't be having a, a negative yeah. best. Because, yeah. um, uh, you know, that would be, that would be, uh, well, it, does, it doesn't worth thinking about. Um, yeah. So then we'll go, let's just quickly touch on that crew game before we wrap up. Um, 
Then we go to crew in the uh, oh that that league cup thing, uh, <laughs> the round robin trophy. <laughs> trophy thing. Yeah, the round robin trophy. Um, and I just uh, I think we might do some. Ch- I think we'll see some changes in that game. Um, yeah. Especially as we yeah. got that uh, a good result last time out. Um, so I'm, I you know it, it's too hard probably to predict the whole team, but it wouldn't surprise me if the likes of Dolby Waters are in that yeah. uh, are there, yeah. um, a sort of you know in and around that. Does he bring back in a, a young to get some max get some fitness up? Um, yeah. Does Cleworth play? Oh. You know, it'd be nice to see us. I, you know, it'd be nice to see some of those players get some minutes so that when they are called upon, they can at least give their best, can't they? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to see Jordan Davis back in there. Perfect. For yeah, that. forgotten about. There you go. I actually yeah. thought he could have had 15 minutes last night because I thought yeah. he was like, as I say, I thought he was off it, and I was surprised that he didn't give him some fitness. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, that would be that would be a really good game for him to get some minutes, wouldn't it? In that game. Yeah. I think yeah. You're right. Seems to. I. I... I don't know. He, he came back from injury and then he went again and he kind of dissolved away from the spotlight, Jordan Davis. And he, yeah. he, he does deserve a lot of minutes. So I'd like to see him. I'd like to see Maka Linden back in there because I'm I'm a Maka fan. Um, I know he doesn't get a, a sniff these days, but I'd like to see him get some action. I think he's got something to prove there. And like you say, Dolby and Waters up front, maybe bring Bickerstaff in for the experience. Um, we, we, you know, we can play around with this trophy can't we? we we can play around with the squad for this one yeah okay. i think so. i think so because we're not going to be really disappointed if we don't win this trophy are we no, no. you know no. I, I hate to say it but my focus is that you know predominantly is like that, that league position is my focus so you know if we end up losing the next two games and not going through or whatever then you know it wouldn't be the end of the world for me no. it'd be more no. of the end of the world for phil Parkton, i think because it gives him the chance to keep some of those squad players involved and giving them yeah. good competitive minutes. So I think he'd be more disappointed than we would be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's it's awkward. We don't we, we don't really know what they're going to do. We don't know what crew are going to do either. How are they looking at it? You know, will they be thinking the same as us? Will they be thinking we'll change a load of players, or will they be going, well, no, let's roll out the first team? Um, but if we go away to crew, I think we could win that goal. That by I still think, despite the fact that we're going to make changes, that we can win that game by a goal. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I I would take that right now. I don't. Yeah. I, you know, I wouldn't be predicting anything spectacular. It's away from home, it's tough. Um, yeah. But if, if we go, if we can win it, great. If not, not the end of the world for me. Um, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure uh, none of us would be uh, too disappointed as long as there's no injuries, suspensions as well. Let's not get yeah. any sent off. There ain't no horses running around the Kairos anymore But that's been a football club here since 1864 Trying to do the town or city proud Laying under the massive floodlights of the racecourse ground Come rain or shine, you'll hear our cries Hold our hands up 
I've been telling everyone to listen to me. Someday we will be back in the football league. We've had the best home talent like Joey Jones, and his best mate Mickey T. Was a druid. He loved Cumbre, and his namesake Jordan on a scoring spree. Legends from far feel like Trinidad. We've had great players, and some who drove us mad. We've seen the lows and the highs. Seeing. I've been telling everyone I know. I've been telling everyone who listen to me. Someday we will be back in the football league. Someday we will be back in the football league. Someday we. I've been selling my nephew and my godson. I've been selling my dog and the postman. I've been selling my mum and dad fees. Someday we will be back in the football league. Someday we will be back in the football league. Someday. Back in the football league.